Good morning, Flagler County, and welcome to Veterans on Point, a WNZF radio show developed in mind for our county's beloved and respected veterans population and anyone else listening via internet or podcast. I'm your host, David Lydon, the Flagler County Veterans Services Officer, and I am here with my friend and colleague at the office, Eric Flores. Good morning, Eric. Good morning, Dave, and good morning, as always, to all our listeners out there. And I'm hoping that everybody's doing well, health-wide, and enjoying every day that we have uh, uh, in this great place here. Absolutely. If you're lucky enough to live in Flagler County, you are lucky enough. If you're here, Dave, uh, he's under the weather a little bit, just a little bit. Maybe I was an allergy or something like that kicking. Just my voice. Uh, Yeah, just your voice. So let's uh, transition over to our League of Loyal listeners. Of course, Billy Jones is still the leader. Good morning, Billy. With his it's wonderful Joe. wife, Joe. Morning, guys. And we have Navy Master Chief who was in to see us again oh, this yes, week. Oh, yes, he did. updated us on Kay, and I think you talked to Kay on the phone, yeah. right? Yeah, she so. sounded pretty good. He brought some donuts, as always. <laughs> and uh, Master Chief, I did eat one later on that day. Yes, he did. So I did. And then we shared them with the Veterans Advisory Council. Yes, we did. Thank you. Thank you very much. And then, of course, our Marine pal, Jeff Kingdon, a woodworker who, as you know from listening to the show, has created, I don't know, probably thousands of uh, of wooden plaques to thank veterans and, uh, you know, first responders and uh, other folks for the, for the services they provide and uh, to the other veterans and people in our community so jeff thank you as always thank you sir and then talking tom pikarski we saw him this week at the veterans advisory council meeting and as well as charlie hanger the uh he's only got a short more short time left to be the yeah, veteran of the it. year yeah gonna pass the baton pass the baton and then of course his wife jenny morning guys and then there's uh i want to remember dennis too dennis bird who helps out over at the dav with the guitars for vets Oh, yeah. He sent me an email the other day. I still listen to you guys. Good. Thank you, Dennis. And then we have the Gallaghers, and we have uh, Bill. Bill's uh, been listening. And, of course, we got another fine voicemail from James the Mailmaid. Oh, yeah. Who who was listening again last week and was uh, very happy. And, uh, James, thanks for listening. Thank you, sir. Sound like a great guy. Yes, sir. Indeed. And uh, and then we have Dell, my friend Dell, who's been listening uh, uh, lately. So, Dell, hope you're listening today. And uh, all the best to you and your your wife. She's in our prayers, and as well as you, too, Dell. Thank you, guys. What do we do now? We move on to our Veteran of the Week. The Palm Coast Observer is always nice enough to highlight a veteran in their in their pages, and this week is, uh, and, and on their online digital version, and this, this week is no different. This week's veteran is Ronald Schmucker. He was in the Navy first for three years and then went in the Army. His dates of service in the Navy were 1950 to 53. The Army was 55 to 72. He was, uh, when he retired, he was a major. He was an infantryman, and his hometown is Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. As I mentioned, Ronald was a sailor before he was a soldier. He enlisted in the Navy in 1950 at the age of 17 and served three years. In 1955, he enlisted in the Army and soon, due to his exemplary leadership skills, was selected for a commission and became a second lieutenant in 1959. 
He is a veteran of the Vietnam War, where he served in 1969 with the 1st Infantry Division, the Big Red One, as an advisor to the South Vietnamese Army. Schmucker's other assignments took him to Germany, Greece, and Turkey. His many awards and decorations include the Combat Infantryman's Badge, the Parachutist Badge, and the Bronze Star Medal for Valor. Schmucker and his late wife of 63 years, B. Schmucker, moved to Palm Coast in 1972. He is a charter member of the Veterans of Foreign Wars, post 8696, and a past commander uh, from 79 to 80. He was awarded the distinction as an all-state post commander by the Department of Florida, Veterans of Foreign Wars. Smucker is also a charter member of the Flagler chapter of the Military Officers Association of America. Another interesting fact is that the Palm Coast Historical Society credits Smucker as the longest living resident of Palm Coast. Ronald Schmucker, thank you for your service. Thank sir. you, sir. And for bringing the uh, service organizations to Flagler County back when this was a fledgling uh, and a growing area, starting to grow, just like a seed. Back in the days. And I encourage anyone who has a veteran they'd like to recognize to send their submissions to news at observerlocalnews.com or as uh, somebody did just this week. Uh, sent me one via email and asked me if I would uh, help them submit it to the uh, Palm Coast Observer. So I will take care of that. History remembered by Veterans on Point. As regular listeners know, we like to mention a historic event from each of the days of our broadcast week. We hope it gives you something to think about, something to remember. Go back and read more about. Veterans make history. They're largely responsible for us being able to have a history. We mentioned the good, the bad, and the weird. No one country or people is perfect, but there is no better place on earth. The world is safer and more prosperous because of the United States of America. Prove me wrong. Amen. Not yet. And don't let it happen, folks. You know, we got some weird stuff going on. <laughs> Very in, weird. In our government. So we need to, we, you know, we need to be vigilant. And however we can do it peacefully and through, um, the voting system makes sure that we stay the greatest country ever known to man. Here is our history for the 8th through the 14th of October. On October 8th, 1918, the United States, uh, United States Corporal Alvin C. York reportedly kills over 20 German soldiers and captures an additional 132 at the head of a small detachment in the Argonne Forest near the Meuse River in France. The exploits later earned York the Medal of Honor. On October 9th, 2004, for the first time in Afghanistan's history, voters went to the polls to choose a president, selecting Hamid Karzai, who had served as the interim president after the fall of the Taliban regime in 2001. How much has changed since then? Only, fact, only they know. Yeah, I mean... I'm, Assuming our CIA knows what's going on yeah. there, but I was there in in, in uh, Afghanistan. This was a big deal. I was deployed there during this time, and it, and we had visitors. We had uh, Dick Cheney came, um, who was our who was our defense uh, secretary at the time. Uh, I can see his face, but I can't think of his name. Don Rumsfeld. Okay. He came to the uh, Bagram Air Base as well during that. As, long, as well as a lot of Secret Service. On October 10th, 1973, Vice President Spiro T. Agnew resigned from office and pleaded no contest to the charge of failing to report 
$29,500 in income while governor of Maryland. Again, how far we've come where somebody resigns. I mean, of course, that's uh, $1973, so maybe that's... uh, Maybe that's sixty, seventy thousand today's number. Today's number, and now it's millions, and people stay yeah. in office like with no shame. Yeah, no, no shame. With no shame. Give me more. Give me more. Except for Congressman Mendez, who, yeah, well, well, he's still in office. Yeah, he's still in office. Yeah. On October eleventh, nineteen uh, eighteen ninety, National Society of Daughters of the American Revolution Patriotic Society organized on this day in eighteen ninety, as I said, and chartered by Congress on December second, eighteen ninety six. Membership is limited to direct lineal descendants of soldiers or others of the revolutionary period who aided the cause of independence. And I am speaking before the local organization here in Flagler County for the the DAR on, I think it's November 14th at their luncheon. On October 12th, 1492, the new world was discovered when land mostly like San Salvador was sighted in the Caribbean from the Pinta, one of the three ships that participated in Christopher Columbus's historic voyage. On October 13th, 1792, the cornerstone for the White House, the official office and home of every U.S. president and the first lady since 1800, when John and Abigail Adams moved in near the end of his term, was laid this day in 1792. What else is on October 13th, shipmate? You got me. You cut me off guard. I think you did last year, too. <laughs> the U.S. Navy's birthday on yes. s- at 1775. Uh, yes. you, you cut me off guard. And shipmate, you did. shipmate should I include know. you yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. in. Last year, I remember exactly last year, you cut me off guard, too. And Massachusetts was right here next to me. That was an embarrassment. <laughs> So happy birthday, U.S. Navy, coming up. Master, uh, Master Chief, don't bring me no donut. I don't deserve <laughs> him. <laughs> on October 14th, 1947, U.S. Air Force Captain Charles E. Chuck Yeager became the first test pilot to break the sound barrier as he flew the experimental Bell XS-1, later the X-1 rocket plane, over the Murak Dry Lake in California. And that is our history for this week, the 8th through the 14th of October. Which brings us to the point in time in our broadcast where we say drivers 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 the dav is seeking drivers to take veterans from their this is volunteer drivers to take veterans from their homes to their va appointments and back and they have vehicles for you to use they are veterans affairs vehicles so you don't have to use your own vehicle you do have to be uh, vetted um, and insurable Um, so please give the DAV Chapter 86 a call at 386-439-2122 and uh, volunteer your time. It's not a 40-hour-a-week volunteer job. It's once you get vetted and you go on the list, they'll call you as needed. You don't have to be a veteran to volunteer for that. Thank you, and that is true. And you might get a lot of satisfaction out of helping oh, yeah. your veterans and and. uh as Billy Jones likes to say, you know, get to see the rest of Florida, at least between here and Gainesville or here in Orlando or, yeah. you know, those are some of the longer rides. But And guess what? When you when you volunteer drive, you get a free lunch. The VA will feed you, too. So they give you a, a oh, voucher man. to go to the dining. If you go to the one in Orlando, that's a, oh, yeah. that's that's a beautiful yeah. dining uh, 
it is. facility. Mayo Clinic don't have don't have to do anything, you know. That's that, better that, than the Mayo Clinic one. That uh, cafeteria in oh, yeah. Orlando has multiple stations where you can get you can get breakfast or you can get Asian food or you can get Italian food, pizza. You can get wraps. It's you am- can get lost in there. It's That's amazing. How big it is. It's amazing. Yeah. So it's a nice one. So consider not only uh, volunteer as a volunteer driver, but you know Flagler County Volunteer Services here in the, in the county. Go find out how you can um, might help somebody else. You know, I know <clears throat> for instance the parade. There's going to be a Veterans Day parade this year, and I know the the uh, organizers are looking for veteran uh, for volunteers for that too. So all kinds of reasons and uh, ways to volunteer. Speaking of the parade, Veterans Day, we will have a parade. It's going to start at 10 o'clock, but if you're interested in participating, being in the parade, I encourage you to go to FlaglerVeteransDayParade.com to register. And the assembly time is going to be at 8 o'clock at the old Coquina building in Bunnell. And it'll go, like I said, it'll start at 10. It'll move three-quarters of a mile west on uh, Moody Boulevard and finish at the at the Government Services Building where we will have a Veterans Day ceremony and then a picnic lunch for everybody. So looking forward to that, and I hope you will be looking forward to it as well to come and observe or even be in the parade and participate and like I said, go to the website to find out the particulars. going to be a great day. Put them on your calendar, guys. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. Um, also, some meetings and events. The Remembering Heroes event was uh, moved due to poor weather. It was supposed to be on the 30th of September, but it has now been moved to October 29th at Town Center. The times are the same. I think it was 10 to 3, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. All the same um, things will be there. The the traveling Vietnam uh, wall memorial and uh, the Iraq-Afghanistan wall and the boots on the ground exhibit. And lots of vendors and uh, uh, Kathy Heider and Remembering Heroes will be recognizing our you know, veterans and first responders and community leaders. So going to be a great show, guys. And yes, it's on a Sunday. Yes, it's on a Sunday. Flagler County Veterans Services will be there with the D, with the uh, the VA, and um, I think uh, Jeff Kingdon will be there with his uh, with his signs. You know, some other signs that he makes. He'll he wants to have his booth next to us. So, looking forward to that too. So let's. Uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about today, Eric. We mentioned this the other day. Is there's a lot of you know, a lot of bogged down with uh, with VA claims, and of course, naturally, human nature. We have a certain percentage of veterans who get who get uh, impatient, and I, I've had some that call the. You know, I can see in the notes when I look in there, they call the VA, and I've had some veterans that yell at the people that they call in the VA. That they put those in the notes when when you're rude to them. They do, guys. And that's not helpful. Not at all. Um, I don't. I can't prove it, but it looks like 
your claim gets put in timeout when you do that stuff, and it it drags on longer. That can can trigger easy and unwanted uh, subsequent letter. You know, that's 30 days more. Like I said, we can't prove it, but, you know, we just go by on, you know, what we see on how other claims are moving, and when your claim is, you know, now starts dragging even more, I think it's maybe because you're making the VA angry. Now, I'm not saying that you, you know, that, the VA, you know, they have their issues. They're overwhelmed. It's not entirely their fault, but I'm not apologizing for them either. But the PACT Act really, really, you know, when, when Congress and the president, Congress passed it, president signed it, that, that put a giant extra burden on the VA with a million claims that came they, in. They were getting cut up uh, prior to that, and that, yep. that legislature, you know, really put a... Now... I looked before we came in today. It says that the average number of days to your claim is done is 96. Uh, <laughs> yeah, those are numbered, you yeah. know. I, I don't know who's, uh, well, I mean, that means some claims are done in a couple of days and some are done in a year, somewhere in the in the ballpark. So, but, um, uh, you know, typically, I don't know if that's the average or not. I'm not sure about that. I I don't believe it, but like Eric said, but I've, there was an article, NBC article, that talked about the VA and their claims. I'm going to read some ex- excerpts from the article. But the title of the article says, Thousands of workers leave the VA amid a flood of new cases and quoted demands. So uh, some, some excerpts. The processors were struggling to manage the workload even before the PACT Act, with more than 2,000 having resigned. That's workers resigning or retired since 2020. The number of departures has grown each year, data shows. Another, an employee said at least 25 new claims enter her queue each day on top of the cases she did not get to the day before. They're saying they're confused by new regulations under the PACT Act. And this employee said she said she began making multiple errors for the first time on the job, which lowered her performance scores during three monthly quality checks and delayed a scheduled promotion. We we are Eric. We're seeing lots of errors. Yes, and that's that's why it's good to use your county VSO who has access to the system because when and we've said this before when the VA makes errors, we we can detect those and we can help you get them fixed. Some other things from the article says the VA launched an aggressive hiring push to prepare for the surge in claims and now has about uh, twelve thousand. 900 processors, nearly 5,000 of them joined in 2022, and more than 6,500 were brought on board in 2023. And believe me, they are green and new, and that's where the mistakes are coming in. But we see, we see, like you say, a lot of mistake. In, and I'm not saying that they, you know, a lot of them are. There's a higher percentage percentage of veterans working in there, but there's a, a lot of percentage of of employees that are not veteran. They are you know, really lost, really, really lost, you know. Well, some of the veterans that are in there, they are according, lost also. According yeah. to the article, if some of them with the pressure, you know, if they yes, have PTSD, they, they, the pressure is so much. Yeah, they do have. Uh, they've had to leave. Yeah, they do have condition. They're human. The VA has been using an official quota system since 2017 to measure performance, which the agency said is critical to providing efficient, accurate claims decisions. Under the so-called standard system, the Veterans Service representatives or VA claims processors have to earn a certain number of points per day 
or per pay period by completing specific tasks. Here they cite a 63-year-old single mother with, with two teenagers worried she would lose her job if she spent too much time on on a particular case. She said it was easier and quicker to look for the first thing that they would discredit a claim and close it out rather than find ways to approve it. And we're seeing that too. Oh, yeah. Indeed. And uh, I'm telling I, you that what the article says is not, nothing but the truth. I mean, based on what we see. So there's nothing new to us. And what, and what we're telling you is we're, we are seeing this, but through, if you have a claim in our office, we don't let that, we don't let that go. No. We, we recognize it. We know what's happening even before this article came out and, uh, we help you to get it fixed. And they go on to say, we don't have enough time to look through every little thing because we have so many, have to make so many points in a day, one processor said. The supervisor is going to contact me and say, what's going on and why haven't I touched these other claims? About 600 claims processors resigned or retired from the VA in 2022. 42% jumped from roughly 420 in 2020 data shows. The VA has received more than 978,000 PACT Act claims since the measure, officially called the Sergeant First Class Health Robins, or Heath Robinson Honoring Our Promise to Address Comprehensive Toxics Act, was signed on August 10, 2022. It has led to compensation claims to increase by 37% from the year before. Meanwhile, there are currently more than 1 million pending disability compensation and pension claims and a backlog of about 297,000 that have stayed unresolved for longer than 125 days, uh, the latest available data shows. Processors are mandated to work 20 hours of overtime each month when there's a high demand, which seems like all the time. Yes. Because I, I check, you know, you check claims and, and some decisions are made on the weekend and some veterans say, hey, that's a that was a week. That was a Saturday. I said, "Yeah, but vet, the VA employees they, are working, working Saturdays and Sundays yes. too, trying to yes, do this." So, you know, these people, you know, these employees are people just like you are, mm-hmm. folks, and um, they got a hard they got a hard job trying to help you out. It doesn't mean that they if if they're if they're being sloppy and closing your claim when they're not supposed to. We can't accept that, but just understand the high demands that they're under and. And, you know, how you might react in the same if, if the shoe was on your foot. Uh, one processor said that she was not given enough training and that the sessions she did sit through were unhelpful because they were mostly delivered online and were recorded, which did not allow people to ask questions. Well, if, if you've been in the, uh, I don't know, Eric, you retired in, what, 2007? Mm-hmm. But uh, any training that you do nowadays, they just throw it put it in an email to you, say, do this training. And then there's, you're supposed to figure it out. Do that online. <laughs> do it online to figure it yeah. out. Oh, even, even sometimes the VA does yes. that, you know, so for some of the training well, actually, that we have. Yeah, we do. take, I have, we have to take what, tw- two trainings, uh, mandatory a year, three, something right. like that. So oh, yeah. that's like the government just to throw something at you and tell you to figure it out. But that's, I mean, that's gotta be hard, you know, especially when they, they're new, you know, yeah. brand new in that, just to be training by a video. Nobody to ask a question. That's not, right. That's unsad. So the last thing I have here is that uh, apparently some of the new people, some of the new hires 
or uh, went to lunch and they never came back. That was uh, that was one of the quotes in there. So um, as we get down under the two minutes, a couple of things I want to add with that is that I know when you get frustrated, people think that you, you run to your congressman's office and you and you make a, a complaint. When there's 296,000 claims backlogged, there's nothing really the congressman's office. You're, no, no, you're, no. You're, you're amongst 200, you know, almost 300,000 claims. And what makes you think your claim is Better than more important than, yes. than the uh, veteran to your right or to your left? And so your, your congressman's office will probably send an inquiry, but as Eric and I know, we see those letters come back. We see them in your claim folder, and they basically a, a, a standard letter from the VA says that we received your inquiry. Um, veteran so-and-so's claim has been received and is being processed, and he, will, he or she will be notified when the claim is complete. Claim are processed in the it. order that they are received. That's right, in the order they're received, which is not necessarily accurate, accurate but yeah. that's what they put in that letter. And so what I'm saying is, you know, give, be patient. You have whether, to be patient. Whether nowadays. it takes yeah. three months or it takes 10 months. One thing I got to tell you is that we, if, if it looks like it's something wrong with your claim, that it's, we're going to notice that and we're going to, you know, we'll talk to you and we're going to contact the VA to, to, you know, have them look at it and see what's, maybe it did get forgotten, but. Um, and it have happened before. But that's why uh, Eric, Eric and I pay so much attention to your claim so that. That doesn't happen. It have happened before. You know, we we cut it, uh, call, and they uh, they open it, but the up, or they do whatever they have to do is back on track. Important thing that you need to know is that we catch it, yes, and we uh, contact the VA. We do an inquiry, and we get it moving again. So we have been given the signal: no country, no state. And no community does more for veterans than the United States of America, the great and free state of Florida, the wonderful Flagler County, the lovely city of Palm Coast, and all of our beautiful beach cities. Be a victor, not a victim. Be educated, not indoctrinated. And most importantly, be kind to someone today. We will close out today's Amen. program with the Star Spangled Banner performed by the President's own U.S. Marine Band. Thank you for listening. Hope you got some information that might help you to be a little bit more patient with your claim, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.